Working harder is not the key to success. Seriously, take a minute and think about this. How long have you been conditioned to think that you just have to hustle more and hustle harder? If working harder were really the key to success, then anyone that worked hard would have success, right? Anyone that put in a lot of hours, anyone that put in a lot of time, they'd have tremendous amounts of success. They'd have a life on their terms. But how many people do you know that work their butt off and don't have true success in the way that they want? But then don't you also know people that don't seem to be working that hard? Like they're still putting in intentional effort, of course, but they're not spending hours and hours and hours and hours and hours obsessed over their work and they seem to still have success. Like how is it that some people seem to effortlessly succeed and other people feel overwhelmed and stuck for years? That's what we're going to talk about today. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjack. I'm a personal development expert with nine years of coaching experience. I took my own business from $92,000 in debt to a multi-seven-figure business in just a couple of years. And I'm obsessed with helping entrepreneurs just like you come alive with their limitless possibilities and turn their passions into dollars. And so I want you by the end of this episode, episode to be independent from working hard. And I don't mean that there's not intentional efforts. There's a very big difference between aligned action and just pushing harder. And what society will tell you is that if you work hard enough, you'll have success. But that's not true. That's not true. I want you to ask yourself, you keep on doing the wrong strategy with the wrong mindset over and over and over, and you work hard at it consistently, will you have success? The answer is no. You need the right state of mind, the right mindset, the right beliefs, and the right strategy if you want this to work. Now, why is this so important? Because I work hard. But it's not the type of work hard that you see what society tells you. I work hard from the perspective of I feel pulled. Like working hard isn't hard work. It's something that makes me feel alive and it increases my energy. And what I want to challenge you on today is how to get there. How to let go of this idea that I just have to work hard and that's going to make me successful. But instead, get into a state of alignment where you feel pulled alive, appreciative of your life and excited about the vision you're building and allow that to pull you to put in intentional efforts towards a vision. Does that make sense? But in order to identify where you're at with this and to see how far off you might be, or you might be crushing this, I don't know, but if you're feeling off from this, I want you to ask yourself, what does being busy give you? I'd like to share a story with you. A couple of years ago, I was on the phone with my coach and I was telling my coach how I wanted success so bad and I really was, I was trying hard, I was doing all the work, I just feel so busy all the time and I didn't have a multi-seven-figure business at that time. I just was trying to get by. I was trading time for money. I was doing what I thought was right and I was just working hard. But every single day, I found that I woke up stressed and rushed and behind. And I want you to ask yourself, do you ever wake up, even if you have nothing on your plate that day, and feel behind? Feel like you're missing something? Feel like you haven't quite gotten it all done yet or you need to rush through your morning routine to make sure to check off the boxes before the kids wake up and you feel behind and rushed and stressed, right? If you can relate to that, screenshot this and share it in your Instagram stories because I think a lot of people need this. And I was on the phone with my coach going through the same thing and I was telling her, I'm trying so hard at this. You know, I just always feel behind. I always feel rushed. I'm constantly feeling overwhelmed and I feel like I'm just stressed and busy. And she asked me an interesting question. She said, Brad, what is it giving you to be so busy? And I said, nothing. It's not giving me anything to be busy. It's not giving me anything. Like, I hate this. This is terrible. I don't want to be so busy. She goes, really? Then why do you brag about it so much? 
and it hit me. I realized that my busyness, how I was going about my life, feeling behind all of this stuff, I was actually bragging about it. I was using my busyness as a badge of honor. And I I had heard cliche quotes before, like, busyness is not a badge of honor. Like, you've probably heard that, right? But it finally locked in for me that I was actually accidentally doing it. Like, I saw busyness as this thing I wanted to get away from, but at the same time, I was saying how busy I was just because I wanted to feel important. And it was interesting. I just said, okay, well, let's actually pause right there. It's actually giving you something. What could it be giving you to be busy? And I realized in that moment that being busy, being rushed, being behind, being stressed, being chaotic, being flustered was making me feel important. It was making me feel like I mattered. It was making me feel like, because I didn't have the success that we have today. We didn't have the success we have today. And it made me feel like it was a way of compensating for not being where I wanted to be yet. See, I was so tied and attached to where I wanted to be. I wanted that seven-figure success. I wanted to create those incredible things in my life. And I was so attached to it that what ended up happening was because I didn't have it, I felt insecure. And so I would find other ways to feel secure, other ways to find significance. And I would look around at all the other people in my life that had seven-figure success and I'd rationalize how they have it easier because they have money, they can hire things out. And I was bragging about how busy I was and it was all of it was just a way for me to feel important, a way for me to feel significant, a way for me to feel like I mattered because I thought that success would make me feel like I mattered. But I didn't realize that it was feeling like I mattered is what would lead me to success. That was one of the biggest changes I ever made in my life. And she said, okay, so busyness is giving you a feeling of significance, a feeling of importance. Is that serving you? Is that empowering you? My answer was, no, of course not. Like, it's not serving me. She said, okay, well, what's another way to meet that same need? Because what most people do in that situation is they go through and they try to rationalize why they're not busy and, you know, tell themselves the truth about the situation. I have more than enough time. And all those stuff stuff is helpful tools, but it's not actually getting to the root of what's stopping us. And so she asked, okay, so if, if being busy is your way of feeling important, your way of meeting your need for significance, what's another way for you to feel significant? What's another way for you to feel important that empowers you more? And I said, well, you know, feeling alive every day would make me feel more significant. Doing the things that I said I would do. See, when you don't feel significant, you end up doing little things that don't actually move you towards your big dream just to check the boxes. Like, have you ever written things on your to-do list that you've already done just to feel like you're making progress? What's that giving you? It's giving you a feeling of importance. And then at the end of the day, you look at your list and look at all the stuff that I checked off, but it doesn't make you actually feel important because you're not actually moving towards what truly matters in those situations. And so I realized that doing the most important activities in my business, priming myself to feel alive, all of that stuff would make me feel way more important. I realized with my morning routine before this conversation with my coach, I was rushing through my morning routine to check the boxes. It was almost like my morning routine was when I needed to calm me down before chaos started, right? That's what I felt like. And I realized that is the wrong intention with a morning routine. If our morning routine is to chill out before chaos starts, it's almost like I'm preparing for battle, right? But instead, I realized that my only purpose of a morning routine is to feel alive. This is just one instance of how I felt busy and rushed, but it it makes sense for everyone here that has one. I, I realized that the purpose of a morning routine isn't to prep myself for battle. 
person morning routine, the only reason of having a morning routine is to make yourself feel alive. It's to make yourself feel amazing. And so I took a look and I said, okay. And I, I started transitioning this into, this has evolved over the last couple of years. In my mornings, now before my daughter gets up, my only job before my daughter wakes up at 6 a.m. like clockwork, and some of you I know it's earlier, but my only job before she wakes up is to make myself feel good. That's it. It's to make myself feel alive. It's to make myself feel amazing. That is my only job before she wakes up. It's not to check the boxes. It's not to get done with my meditation and my personal development and my reading and all this stuff. It's just to make myself feel good. It's to make myself feel alive. And that makes me feel way more significant than any check boxes would ever do. And so no matter what it is, whether it's your whole day feeling busy or your morning routine feeling behind, I want you to ask yourself, are you primed to feel like you just need to push and work harder and work harder and work harder and check all the boxes and get it all done and feel busy? And that's making you feel important in some way. See, what most people do is they work hard to show how hard they're working, but that doesn't yield results. That doesn't actually get you to where you want to go. What I've discovered is working less actually earns me more. Now that sounds counterintuitive that working less actually earns me more. I'm not saying I don't put an effort. I'm saying I'm not working hard for the sake of working hard. Building a business isn't easy. It's not easy. But putting yourself in a position where you always have to be on and always working hard doesn't mean you'll be successful. And so my challenge to you is if you feel behind, if you feel chaotic, if you feel like you're always being busy, if you feel like you're always trying to work harder and harder and harder, what is it giving you? Is it giving you a feeling of importance? Is it giving you a feeling of certainty, of of comfort, knowing that this is my story? I know how to navigate this. What is it giving you? And see, what most people do when they're in these situations of, of bridging that gap from just working hard for the sake of working hard and trading time for money to instead building true wealth and independence and freedom, one of the greatest changes that I made was elevating my paradigm of life. Now that sounds like a mouthful. What does that mean? I learned from a man named Stephen Covey years ago that there's three paradigms that people go through life with. And so for this, I want to preframe this with, do you have a feeling that you have to do it all yourself? If you're working harder for the sake of working hard, think about what some of the beliefs that come up for you might be. Things like, if it's, got, if it's going to be done right, I got to do it myself. Or if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Or, you know, only I care about my mission enough. I can't delegate this out. Or you don't understand, I have all these kids and a spouse that works full time. It's all on my shoulders. These are all common things that go on. You know, you don't understand, I have kids at home and I'm working and all this. It's harder for me. All of those are just stories. And if this is triggering you, and making you feel like frustrated. It's not my intention to trigger you. But anytime you are triggered, it's just a sign that you have an area that's sensitive that you haven't broken through yet. That's all it does. Anytime you're triggered, it's just an area that you haven't had a breakthrough in yet. That's it. Because your goal is to feel free, right? If you feel free, financial freedom and all that stuff comes. And so if you're not free in an area, if you feel emotional distress in a certain area... Anytime you feel triggered, it's because you haven't resolved that emotional distress in that area. That's why. Because if you broke through that, if you had already had a breakthrough in that area, there wouldn't be a trigger. It wouldn't, you wouldn't say it makes me feel a certain way. You'd feel free. 
And so none of this is a trigger you. I know that you have situations and kids and health and all. Everyone's got stuff. Everyone has stuff. But if this conversation is triggering you, it's a sign that there is a mental block there. There's a breakdown that's happening that you haven't broken through yet. See, one thing I learned from one of my mentors, James Wedmore, is that every time you're having a breakdown, it's just a sign for what you're about to break through. That's it. So my goal isn't to trigger you, but I want you to ask yourself if any of those situations apply to you. And I want to introduce you to Stephen Covey's paradigms. These changed the way that I look at my life. And so he has three paradigms. The first paradigm is a paradigm of dependence. And this is a paradigm of you. And what that means is if you go through life from the paradigm of dependence, it's essentially saying you make me feel my circumstances control my emotions. My kids make me feel a certain way. My spouse makes me feel a certain way. My money makes me feel a certain way. Once those circumstances change, I can feel different. That is a dependent paradigm of life because you are saying I am my feelings, my freedom, how I am on the inside is dependent on other people, other situations and circumstances changing. That's a dependent paradigm. It's a mindset of you. It's taking all responsibility from you and putting it onto other things. Now, everyone starts here. Nothing wrong with this. But this will not lead to true emotional freedom. This will not lead to financial freedom. This will not lead to where you truly want to be because it assumes that circumstances need to change before you change. But for things to change, you have to change first. And so he says, when most people realize that this strategy doesn't work, sometimes they have to go through pain or consistent exposure to pain enough times to realize, okay, that shit's not working for me. I have to upgrade this. And you eventually upgrade to a mindset or a paradigm, number two, of independence. Now, independence is a beautiful thing. Independence is the paradigm of I. It's a paradigm of responsibility. It's saying, I am in control of how I feel. I am responsible for my life. I am responsible for changing my emotions. I am responsible for changing my circumstances. And this is a beautiful thing because typically in the I paradigm, the independent paradigm, independence paradigm, what ends up happening is you take massive action. You go after big things. You change your circumstance because you change you. And it's a wonderful place to be. But when you're in this paradigm, what ends up happening is that anytime someone doesn't do what you thought they should do, you feel like you have to do it all yourself. And in fact, because you have so much responsibility on you, what ends up happening is dreaming big seems less possible. Because in this paradigm, of I, it's all on me. I am responsible for changing something. It's a beautiful place to be. You're a great producer at this place, but you're not going to be really, really great at creating incredible results in your life from this place in terms of freedom of time, choice, finances, all that stuff. Because think about it. If it's a paradigm of I, it means I have to do in order to change my circumstances. Again, a beautiful thing to start. But when you think about going into, growing into a bigger goal, if you're in the paradigm of I, meaning it's all on my shoulders, you don't understand my situation, I have to take care of this, then the idea of creating more seems impossible because that means that creating more will require more of you.
Did you know that your brain isn't naturally wired to be happy and successful? It's actually wired to survive. So any moment in time, it's looking for what to protect you from, for what could go wrong. And that's why success might seem so hard. I believe that rewiring your mind is the only way to create lasting success and fulfillment. That means unlearning what you've been taught your entire life about what it means to be successful. And in order to do that, you need to uncover the limiting beliefs and toxic thought patterns hiding in your mental blind spots, which is exactly why I created a completely free assessment that will show you exactly how your mind is currently wired and if you're on track to create the success you deserve. And if you're not, I'll show you exactly what to do about it so you can rewire your mind for true and lasting success like the high performer you're meant to be. So you can finally break the chains of mediocrity and create the life on your terms that you've been craving for so long. And the best part is, this assessment is yours absolutely free. To access it, head to quizzes.bradbizjack.com and you can start rewiring your mind right now. And when you're faced with sacrificing more of your family and what you love in order to create success, you're going to choose your family and what you love over success. You're going to want to reject success because you think that it's more of you. I had a client that had nine kids, nine kids, no joke, has nine kids, has nine kids. And, uh, and I was talking to her about her big goals and big dreams. She was living in this paradigm of I. And I asked her, I was like, what is it that you really want? She's like, I want to make $35,000 a year in my business. And I was like, okay, but you could, you know, when you, someone tells you a goal and you can tell it's bullshit right away. Like, you know, that it's not actually true. Like I asked her, I was like, is that what you really want? And she said something interesting. She said, that's all I'm capable of right now with all that's on my plate. That's all I can handle. And I said, I didn't ask you what your limitations are. I asked you what you wanted. She said, no, no, no. If I'm going to get to where I want to be, it's all on me. I need to work harder to make it happen. I have nothing else to give. I can't keep working this hard. And notice how she believes that working harder was the key to success. She was in the paradigm of what? The paradigm of I, the paradigm of independence, right? And so now that got her to where she is. But I said, I told her to close her eyes and just think of an ideal. Be like a little kid. Think about what you really want. What do you really want? And all of a sudden they came out of her. I want to make a quarter million dollars a year. I want to buy an RV, travel around the country with my family, create amazing memories of all these national parks. Her energy improved, her creativity, all these incredible things happened. Because she wasn't thinking about her limitations in the paradigm of independence. She was thinking about what she really wanted. Now to get to what she wanted, that would require the third paradigm. And that paradigm from Stephen Covey is the paradigm of interdependence. The paradigm of we. The paradigm of... One plus one does not equal two. The paradigm of one plus one equals 1,000. The paradigm of we, I believe that I am responsible for what I control. I am responsible for taking action. I can produce incredible things. And I know that you and me working together towards a common vision is way more powerful than me ever doing it by myself. If I take a look at what our business does today and how we serve incredible amounts of people all over the world, there is a 0% chance that we could have that great of an impact without our incredible team. There is no chance we could do that without our incredible team. If I try to do this on myself, there are things that my team is skilled at that I am terrible at. 
Which is why, from this paradigm of we, I can say, hey, this is our vision. This is where we're going. We're going to do this many millions in a launch. This, we're going to do this incredible uh, thing in our business this year. We're going to serve this many people. And we all have these incredible skill sets. When we bring those together, we can get to where we want to go. And this is where all the limiting beliefs and entrepreneurs come up. But if it's going to be done right, I have to do it myself. No, no, no. Other people don't believe in my vision as much as I do. That is a mindset of I. That limiting belief is a mindset of I am responsible. It is, but it's not saying I'm responsible for enrolling and inspiring my team. If you want to be successful in entrepreneurship and being the CEO of your own business, what needs to happen is you need to see that you with other people towards a common vision will do so much more than you ever will by yourself. We need to get into that mindset of we. And when you get in that mindset of we, what all of a sudden happens is you can train people and enlist people and ask people for help. See, courage comes when you ask for help. Most people think that doing it all yourself and working harder is the badge of honor. Asking for help is the real badge of honor. Because nothing great, write this down, nothing great is ever created by yourself. Nothing great is ever created by yourself. You limit yourself there. And when you say, and you, you, when you bring in people to help you with this vision, magic starts happening. All the things that you're not gifted at, someone else loves doing. There's a project management system that we use in our team. And it, it's something that I would have never done myself to create projects and have a timeline and all this stuff. My team is incredible at that. And from implementing that into our business, we know exactly where we are on our projects for the rest of the year. It's incredible. That's something that I would have never been able to do by myself because of their gifts. We're, we are able to move faster towards a common vision. Does that make sense? And so my challenge to you in all of this is to elevate to that mindset of we, to elevate to that mindset of interdependence and realize that it's not all on your shoulders. You don't have to work harder for it. You need to find a way to enroll people in where you're going. Does that make sense? Now, this requires different beliefs. This requires a different idea of what success comes from. It comes from rewiring your mind. See, if your mind is wired for independence, I have to do it, or wired for dependence, it's because of you. How can you expect to graduate that paradigm to the next level if you're wired for the previous paradigm? You can't. Well, I have good news for you. Something big is coming. Something huge is coming that's gonna show you how to rewire your mind for success. How to rewire your mind to elevate those paradigms, to get to that next level. It's one thing to understand this conceptually, but to actually make this real and actually rewire your mind to make that happen, magic starts happening when you do that. When you learn those skills, you can shift like that. It is not all on your shoulders, you just need the right person to explain it to you. So if you're having trouble with this, if you don't know where to go or don't know what to do or don't know how to start, my calling to you is to take our What's Your Unique Success Archetype quiz. And the reason that I've been talking about it for months, the reason for that is simple. It's because that quiz, will it's free and it takes 60 seconds. It will show you your starting point. It will show you how you are currently wired, what your current limiting beliefs are, where you're currently at on your path to success, and which of those beliefs are probably limiting you and slowing you down from the life that you really want. And once you have awareness into what those are, when we release our top secret project coming up, which I can't tell you yet, but it's pretty cool, when we release our top secret project coming up, then what happens is you can jump into that 
and know right away what needs to shift. And we'll also help you along the path to when that is released so you can start rewiring your mind faster than ever before. There's four archetypes that I have found and we're working with 10,000 people from all over the world, four buckets that people fall into. It's, their, it's how they're trying to approach success. And if you try to approach success from some of these archetypes, you're gonna find that you're way more slowed down than you wanna be because you're trying to create success from a mind that's wired for perhaps failure or perfection. You need to identify what that is. So we've linked it up right below. It's called, is that quizzes.bradbizjack.com. We've linked it up right below this in the show notes here. Go take that quiz. Start the process of rewiring your mind. And when you do, you're going to notice that success comes to you so much faster because it's not working hard that's the key to success. It's aligned action, feeling pulled, feeling vibrant, feeling alive. That's going to get you to where you want to be. And when you live in that state, magic starts happening so quickly. So I hope you found value in this today. Please make sure you screenshot this, share it in your stories for people that need to hear it. Make sure you leave us a rating and review on whatever streaming service you're listening to so that we can reach more people. And please take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype Quiz. We'll show you your starting points on rewiring your mind for faster success, creating that life that you truly deserve. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast today. My name is Brad Bizjack. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.